With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you. 
Lord God, we thank you, God, for just allowing us another Sunday to come into your place, God, to come into your sacred place, God, and to give you worship, glory, honor, and praise. God, we would ask that you would be with us through the remainder of this service. God, touch these musicians and singers. God, touch the preacher as he brings the preach word on today, God. God, and if it be in your if it be in your will today, God, if there's any amongst us who does not know you in the pardon of their sin, when the time comes, let them run down to the altar saying, what must I do to be saved? We pray now that you would have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Every heart said amen. Oh, come on, say it like you mean it, amen? Hallelujah in this place.
Let church say amen. Let church say amen. Now say it like you're glad to be in the house of the Lord. Let the church say amen. Amen. We welcome you once again to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. To all of you who are present in person, we welcome you. And to those of you who are worshiping with us, online via our YouTube channel or Facebook Live. We welcome you and greet you with Jesus' joy. We are super excited that you are in the house today, this first Sunday in the month of March. And to all of the March babies, happy birthday for those who are born in the month of March. Amen? Amen. We pray God's continued blessings upon you. Just a few announcements uh, today uh, before we welcome our visitors. I want to make mention again to all of our members, all of us are responsible for evangelism. Amen. And so we are asking that you make certain that you have that sheet that has instructions on how to fill out your frank list. That frank list is going to be a list of at least four or five people that you know are unchurched. And all we're going to ask you to do is put their names on that sheet and you just pray for them. And we'll give you more instructions on what needs to happen with that. But if you want more information or since you want more information on Wednesday during our Bible study, we'll, we're talking about and studying evangelism. And we're going to be going over, there because, over that because we recognize that all of us, have a role to play in reaching beyond these walls, amen, and reaching in this community, amen. And so we are being intentional. We are being intentional about that uh, this year. Also want to make mention, thank you to those of you who are being faithful with your stewardship. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There is room for improvement. Our treasurer has asked that we dig deep so that we can have the necessary cushion that we need to continue to support the operations of the church. Amen. And so you know what you need to do, and we know Ebenezer will step up in a major, major way. Um, uh, for those of you, some have asked, uh, how did that candidate do um, who came to Ebenezer and worshiped with us, who's, rep, who's uh, working to be the fourth ward alderman, running to be the fourth Ward Alderman. The last we heard is that he was the top vote getter, and he is he is supposed to be in a runoff. Uh, I believe he got over 48 or 49 percent, and then the two closest were like 14 and 17 percent. And so uh, we continue to pray for all people who are running uh, to make a difference in our community. Um, also. Today is a happy day because this is the official day uh, that I came home to Ebenezer the first Sunday in March four years ago. <laughs> to God be the glory for the great thing he has done. It has been the joy of my life, and I've had a lot of joy. Uh, I, I'm just going to testify. I've had a lot of joy, but this has been the joy of my life to be able to come home 
and lead this faith community for such a time as this. I will confess, it ain't been easy. And y'all, and, and y'all might say, yeah, you ain't been easy. Back at you. But to God be the glory that God has centered us together, people and pastor, working together to restore God's temple and to restore God's people. And we are super excited. We have a special announcement. Sister Ramona will come up, um, but we will be celebrating next Sunday officially because we don't want to take up Communion Sunday with uh, anniversary and all of those kinds of things. But Sister Ramona, uh, you can use that mic right there. Come on up. Which one? Okay, go right ahead. Just grab one. Good morning, Ebenezer. Oh, God, that was kind of close, quiet. Good morning, Ebenezer. Um, next Sunday, March 12th. Oh, I'm sorry. Next Monday, March 12th, Pastor Person and uh, First Lady, Dr. Pamela, will be celebrating Pastor's fourth anniversary as senior pastor here at the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. We are inviting our Ebenezer family to express their appreciation and join us at Sunday service beginning at 11 o'clock next Sunday. The guest speaker will be Reverend Dr. Walter Baldrick. I don't know all of his accolades. Uh, Pastor will give them to you later. Um, To God be the glory. Glad to see everybody. Hope to see you here next Sunday as well. We are pleased to have uh, Rev. Dr. Baldrick, who will be with us, who is the presiding uh, elder uh, for the AME Church. Uh, he has pastored all over Chicago and Milwaukee, and he will be with us next Sunday. Uh, uh, I was looking through his bio, and he has done great work in the AME Church, and we are super excited to have him uh, be with us uh, here next Sunday. So praise God, praise God. Uh, for this celebration. also want to say we want to welcome all of our visitors uh, in the house today. Uh, we are pleased to have some, some special guests. Uh, we have Jeff and Lisa and Louis Sh- Shapiro uh, from Los Angeles, California. Thank you for being here today. I also See one of our members who lives the farthest away, but still worships with us online, and is in Sunday in Bible study on Wednesday night. Uh, she lives all the way in Oregon, or is it Washington? Washington. Well, she over there in the Northeast. Okay, uh, Audrey Boyne is in the building today. Praise the Lord. Stand up, Audrey, so folks can see you. And for those that y'all don't know, Audrey grew up right here in Ebenezer. Ebenezer's where, and she re, uh, re-affiliated with Ebenezer a year, a couple of years ago uh, during um, the pandemic. And she has been uh, faithful, faithful uh, in her support to Ebenezer, even though she was all the way over on the Northeast. But we thank God for her. And it means the world to us. And we see Rachelle and brother is here. Uh, good to see you. And I see little Stevie in the house and Melissa. 
are in the house. Oh, come on, y'all can do better than that. Little Stevie came to see Uncle Daryl, so uh, he sees Uncle Otis more than he sees Uncle Daryl, but it's okay. It's okay. He's surrounded by great alpha men and Morehouse men, so we thank God for that. Let's stand, Ebenezer, as we welcome one another uh, in, in fellowship as we pass the peace of Christ one for another. Let's greet each other. Let's hug a neck. Let's shake a hand. Let's welcome each other into the house of the Lord. Oh, I'm safe 
behind the kid. Come on, along. Yes, I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Oh, I'm leaning on the ever. As you go to your seat, let's put our hands together. Come on. y'all know that we're in a war, a spiritual warfare. Come on, just look around you. We got a spiritual warfare going on. Amen. And we need to rally together and know that this is a war that we got to work on. Come on, put your hands together. For we struggle not against flesh and blood but against the rulers and against authorities, against the powers of the dark world, against spiritual forces and evil in heavenly reigns. Come on, come on, put your hands together. I got joy in my soul. God is in control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all is well. He's attacking every day, but I'm watching while I pray. No matter the attack, I won't turn back because this thing, this thing, this thing. joy in my soul. God is in control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all is well. He's attacking it every day, but I'm watching while I pray. I won't turn back. This means more. Come on, come on, come on. I need y'all to say that. Come on. This means more. Let me hear you say it. This means more. Come on. This means more. Yeah. One more time. This means. I plead. I plead. You need to plead the blood over your life. As you walk out of them streets, plead the blood of Jesus. Cover you with his blood. 
churches did not reopen after the pandemic. Both had to scramble to find a place to go to church. And we should be grateful and honored that we still have a place that we can lift our hands and stomp our feet, a place that we can come and please the blood, that we still got an altar we can come to us. Ah. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. That first, we warming them up pretty good for you, so you know. Amen. 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 It's offering time, church. It's offering time. It's offering time. That's right. It's offering time. Look, just in case you can't sing or do nothing or play instruments, all that stuff, this is an opportunity for you to get your worship in because worship is a, giving is a form of worship. Amen. 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 Carpet. Amen. Amen. Uh, there are several ways you can give online, several ways you can give online. You can give online to our website, EbenezerBronzeville.org, EbenezerBronzeville.org. You can also hit the Give Now button there. You can also give via mobile text to give, 312-779-0146. Again, 312-779-0146. You can give that way. You can also give by mail or drop your gift off right here at 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. And last but not least, you can use QuickPay or Zelle, and that phone number is 773-960-9028. For those of you who uh, made your commitments to the Friends of Ebenezer, you can do that as well at the website, EbenezerBronzeville.org. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you again for another opportunity to come and just to praise and worship your name. God, as we prepare now for an offering, God, we pray right now, God, that you would bless the gift and the giver. God, bless those that had a mindset to, mindset to give but did not have the resources to give. God, even those, God, who wanted to but just didn't have it in their possession right now, God, we're praying that you would bless them even now, God. God, you know what we stand in need of in this place, God. You know the path that you have placed before us in this 
mighty building that you've given us today, God. So we're praying right now, God, that you would not just have it be an offering, God, but that you would multiply it even 100-fold so that we can continue to do the work of the kingdom that you have given us in this place. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, musician. Major, major way. 
praying for if before I lift these things, if you'd like to stand and intercede on behalf of others, we invite you to do that at this time. We're praying for Lindsay Mayfield, Marguerite Jones, the mother of Reginald Jones. We're praying for Doris Robinson, the cousin of Beverly Stinson, and praying for Sister Beverly as she prepares to get on duty again. And celebrate her acts of love and sacrifice she makes for the love of family. Remembering Deacon Chester Coleman, remembering Brother Orlando Jones, Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore, continuing to pray for Kenneth Sexton, Al and Mary Burton, Praying for Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Sarah Phillips, Mary Alexander. Praying for Reverend James Thompson, lifting up and praying for Albert Cheney, the son of Rita Cheney. Praying for Benetta Pearson, the mother of Dr. Pam Person, and also praying for her to take travels as she's out of the city um, for her job. Praying for Michael Jones Jr., Deacon James Smith, Ernestine Rowe, Lily Turner. Praying for Brenda Love, Lainey Ams. Lifting up Merle Gunn today and Minnie Pegg and John Butt. Praying for Tamara Ransom, Carol Blevins, Sadie Turner, sister of Nancy Wade, Leonard Tolbert. Johnny Clinton, Marlena Jackson, we're praying for you, we're praying for you. Praying for Willie Wendell, Brother Bernice Johnson, Brenda and Charles McLaughlin, the sister and brother-in-law of Sister Dorothy Gibson, Allegra Williams, cousin of Vivian Taylor, Mary Cosby, and John Lewis. Let the church sing one chorus of that, please. We come before you this morning. 
recognizing that you're the God of Jacob, Isaac, and Joseph. We are thankful, God, for being the God of Abraham, God. We are thankful, oh God, for being our grandmothers and our grandfathers, God, oh God. We're thankful, God, that you are God to each and every one of us. God, God, we call on your name right now, recognizing you are the author and the finisher of our faith. God, you have heard the names that we have listed here today. God, you know who's on this list. You know what they had in need of, God. And we're happy that we are interceding on behalf of them, oh God, to have your way right now in their life, God. A few of your believers right now, God, are standing. They're standing as a testament that they know you to be a healer. They know you to be a way maker. They know how you can bring us out of the depths of despair and grief and cause us to go on to see what the end will be. God, we know you because you have been faithful, God, to us. Because you have been so good to us. Even when we didn't deserve it, God, you sent us. Somebody said, look beyond our fault. And you still saw and met our every need. God, these thy people, oh God, are standing here. We're standing, God, because we believe. We believe that you are able. You are able, oh God, to heal. You are able to restore. You are able to resurrect. You are able to rejuvenate right now in the name of Jesus. God, we're standing here. We're standing as witnesses. Because can't nobody tell our story like we can tell our story. And we can cite chapter and verse how you come into our lives and made a difference in our lives. And so, God, as we stand here, God, we ask, oh God, that you would touch each and every one of us. That you would touch each and every one of those persons whose names we call. That you would touch, oh God, those names that we did not call. And have your way. God, we're here because we're thankful. Anybody in the room thankful today? Anybody got something to be thankful for today? We're here because you allowed us to see a brand new day. And God, we've got this enough to know that you didn't have to do it. But because of your grace and your mercy, you allowed us to see a brand new day. So God, we say thank you. We thank you, God, for the activity of our life. For a reasonable portion of health and strength. We thank you, God. God, we remember those who are in our circles, who are grieving right now. Those members and friends that had to lay relatives and loved ones to rest, God. We're asking, oh God, that you would touch them. God, I'm asking that you would touch the Blackman family, that you would touch the Richard family right now in the name of Jesus. Comfort them, oh God. Comfort them as only you can. Cause them to know, oh God, that you are comforter and that you are healer. God, I'm asking right now that you be in the midst of the balance of this service. 
As we gather, oh God, for communion and celebrate the table, we ask, oh God, that you would be in our hearts and minds. As everyone under the sound of my voice in this building will have an opportunity to examine themselves, see if they are worthy to receive the cup and the bread, the body and the blood that was broken and shed for us. We thank you, God, for your sacrifice. We thank you that you loved us so much that you would lay down your life for all of us. Have your way now, God. Have your way now, God. If you're a believer, shout, have your way, God. Have your way, God. Have your way in our lives. Have your way in our homes. Have your way in our community. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. For his sake we do pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. You may be seated in his presence. Nobody greater, nobody greater, 
How many of y'all know there's no one greater than God? Oh, come on, come on. I have been wanting to be in buses somewhere. As long as it's not me buzzing, I guess. <laughs> I've been wanting for a minute to. Uh, preach on this subject. Um, it's entitled, In Remembrance of Me. And it's circled around, it's circled around communion. And communion is a vital ordinance for our faith. And there are a lot of things that we can learn. I don't know if this is part one or part two, but we can learn about communion. One thing that we know in 1 Corinthians is this, these instructions that Jesus gave. And he said, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. In remembrance of me. You know, people celebrate communion all different kinds of ways. And let me just say, I know this might be blasphemous coming from my mouth, but it is not necessarily written in God's word that you celebrate communion on the first Sunday of every month. I've been to some places where they celebrated on the second Sunday. I've been to some places where they celebrated every day during the week. 
I've been some places where he did it at night. In fact, Ebenezer used to do it after church at 3 p.m. If you old school Baptists, particularly Ebenezer, you remember. But all of the various, oh, and then there's some places they use grape juice. And some places use manischewitz. Some of y'all get that on the way home. Some of them use stale crackers. And some have even used saltines. Some have used just water. And others, bread. All, all of which used to celebrate what Jesus Christ did. And, and I, I suspect that I'm like a lot of you. I, I like a good celebration. I'm looking forward to next week. We have a lot of traditional celebrations that mark special occasions. We, we get together at Thanksgiving to celebrate our, our family's blessings. We, we hold parades on Memorial Day or Veterans Day to celebrate our veterans. We, we celebrate birthdays and anniversaries. We celebrate Black History and the Dr. King and the Pre President's Day. In fact, tomorrow I'm celebrating Casimir Pulaski Day. Don't know who he was, but I appreciate him because he gave me a day off. We like celebrations. We pause to celebrate special moments because they are worth remembering. They are our traditions. And, and, and you know a tradition is a belief or behavior passed down through generations. Traditions usually have a symbolic meaning or special significance with the events of the past. They can persist and evolve over thousands and thousands of years. The word tradition is derived from the Latin word trader, which means to transmit or hand over for safekeeping. Some, some traditional celebrations have an ancient history, while others have an invented purpose. Some can be political, like, like Flag Day. They can be cultural, like Kwanzaa, or, or they can be personal, like waiting for the tooth fairy. And, and whether they are documented or just passed down by word of mouth, they are equally meaningful. Traditional celebrations are good habits. They help us to remember what's important to us. And today we pause for what seems like a tradition, but it is much more. We pause to celebrate what we refer to as the Lord's Supper or Communion. We do this because Jesus Christ himself admonished us to do this in remembrance of him. It is our celebration of Christ's death, but better than that, his resurrection. And Jesus instructed us to continue in this tradition till he comes. 
The Apostle Paul records this tradition most, most likely from the accounts he learned from, from Luke and Peter. And, and today, as we examine, we will look at it closely to explore the genuineness and the purpose and the permanence of communion. Let's, let's consider the genuineness of our communion celebration. Matthew, Mark, and Luke recorded the first communion held on the eve of the crucifixion when Jesus was gathered with his disciples one last time for the Feast of Unleavened Bread or the Passover. They authenticated this tradition with a detailed record of Jesus' instruction. The Gospel of John makes no mention of it for only one reason. And I wonder, do you know what it is? John's Gospel was written much later. And the communion tradition had already become an important part of the life of the church. But John does remember and record some very profound words from Jesus in chapter 6 of his gospel. In verse 53, John records that Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except ye eat the flesh, of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. And like John, Paul too is passing on the tradition received of the Lord to, aff to affirm the importance of communion to the new converts in Corinth. From this apostolic age until this day, the communion celebration has been embraced by all denominations of the body of Christ. And though hundreds of generations have passed away since that first communion, this tradition remains the focus of our faith. You see, Ebenezer, many other traditions have risen and fallen. Systems have started and disappeared. Nations have flourished and broken up. But this tradition, this ordinance of the church of Jesus Christ continues today because it commemorates the great central fact of the gospel. And what is that, Pastor? That Christ died for us, for you, for me. But there's something else besides the gospel record that validates this tradition. It is found in the hearts of Christ's followers who still gather today some 21 centuries later to affirm our own relationship with our Savior. We eat this bread and drink this cup today to openly express our love for a Savior who gave himself for us. Second, we consider the purpose purpose of communion. Our communion is far more than a mere tradition. In fact, it's not a tradition at all. Communion is a covenant. It is an agreement. It's a, a promise. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we are pledging 
our continued allegiance to our Savior. When Jesus broke the Passover bread, he said, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. His actions of breaking the bread and passing among his disciples would be considered a mere demonstration, a hands-on lesson, if it were not for the fact of his impending violent death. Jesus was asking his disciples to share in his sufferings and imitate him when he was no longer with them in the flesh. Perhaps the young preacher Timothy said it much more clearly than I ever could. Timothy said, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. And at the end of the Passover meal, when Jesus lifted up the cup, he said, this is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. The cup was a symbol of the blood of Christ because the gospel covenant was ratified by the shedding of his blood. His New Testament declaration confirmed the fulfillment of the Old Testament covenant. There's something else we should know about this blood. That is, the Jews were horrified over the thought of drinking blood. In fact, when you think about it, you're like, is that real? The priests of Jerusalem forbade even the Gentiles to eat anything strangled. But the disciples understood that this symbolic and sacramental blood was different. It was this symbol that would hereafter be the lifeblood of their existence. That's the purpose. And then we look at its permanence. The disciples were being instructed to keep this New Testament covenant with him as their Messiah by replicating the Last Supper as often as was necessary. Christ instituted communion to keep him in the forefront of our lives. This do in remembrance of me. It it, it, it is vital that we do it in remembrance of him. Not forgetting the sacrifice. Matthew says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. And here we are, 21 centuries later, still remembering Christ's final words. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remissions of sin. You see, this table, this bread and wine we eat today is the fulfillment of our covenant promise to remember Christ's great sacrifice. So this space, this table is holy. Now, now, now let me help some people out because... I don't want to offend, but I do want to convict. So uh, there was a time. Now, this is tradition, and you ain't going to go to hell if you do do that. However, there ought to be some reverence for this table. How many old school missionary Baptist folk, Ebenezer missionary Baptist folk we got up in here? Raise your hand if you're old school. Old school said you didn't put nothing on this table. 
Old school also said that when service starts, you can't even walk across it. That's old school. Right? Because they wanted to make certain that there was some reverence for this table. So, so you can't be putting your Coke Zero on this. You can't put your Cheetos on this. You can't put your Starbucks on this. Now, if you do it, that don't mean you're going to hell. But old folks said, when you know better, you can do better. We have to remember Christ's great sacrifice. It is a reminder and this is, that we belong to him. Not just in this moment, but in every moment and every aspect of our lives. We belong to him. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember that your sins made you ugly, but Christ made you beautiful. Remember that you were greedy, but Christ made you generous. Remember you were hateful, but Christ made you loving. You were fearful, but Christ made you peaceful. You were weak, but Christ made you strong. You were foolish, but Christ made you wise. Do this in remembrance of Jesus who delivered you from certain death and offered you through his broken body and shed blood a path to eternal life. There was yet another reason for Jesus to eat this solemn Passover with his disciples. By his actions, Jesus demonstrated that this great feast, which uh, for so many centuries had been the central act of their ritual observance under the Mosaic law, would henceforth and forever be superseded by a new and more solemn religious ritual. This would be the last legitimate Passover celebration. The old Paschal Supper was replaced by this new communion feast. Jewish Passover was to step aside and give way to the Christian communion. So, take, eat. This is Christ's body broken for you. Take, drink. This is his blood shed for you. Christ gave his body and blood because he is our deliverer. He is our true vine. He is our prince of peace, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. Christ drank this bitter cup of death so that you and so that I could have eternal life through him. With his blood, he cleansed nothing but the blood could do that. He cleansed the polluted and pardoned the guilty. 
He is our bright and morning star. He is our unspeakable gift. He is our light of the world. He is our resurrection and the life. And when you partake of this communion today, ask yourself, who is Christ to me? Who is Christ? Someone said to the stranger, Christ is a friend. To the outsider, he is the door. To, to the physician, he is a healer. To the poor, Christ is a hidden treasure. To the architect, Christ is the chief cornerstone. To the prisoner, Christ is the ransom price. To the gardener, Christ is the rose of Sharon. To the teacher, Christ is the truth. To the scientist, Christ is our creator. To the lawyer, Christ is the law. To the manual laborers, Christ is the burden bearer. To the historian, Christ is the beginning, alpha. Uh, to the futurist, Christ is the end, omega. And to all who are lost, Christ is Savior. Savior! At Calvary, Christ faced the shame of death suffered the penalty of sin, exposed the dreadfulness of sin, and defeated the reign of sin. When you eat this bread and drink this cup, do this in remembrance of Jesus Christ. For he is Savior and Lord. The covenant tradition must never be lost, forgotten. For when he returns, I said when he returns, he will be coming to claim those who remember him. So Ebenezer, as we prepare in a few more minutes, do it in remembrance of him. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, amen. At this time, as our musicians play, we're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there is someone here that would like to join this faith community. Perhaps you are a convert and you are not, have never been baptized or extended an invitation. We would like to extend an invitation at this hour, at this moment anyone who would like to come and give their life to the Lord. Perhaps you are without a church home. You can come by Christian experience, by letter. However you come, we just ask that you come because we recognize that tomorrow is not promised and that today, today you can make a decision for Christ that will change your life. Perhaps you are now in fellowship with the faith community. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I cried. Cried all night long. Cried and I cried. Until I found the Lord. Oh, yes, I did. I prayed and I prayed, prayed all night long, prayed and I prayed until I found the Lord. Well, 
until I found the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, I prayed and I prayed, prayed all night long, prayed and I prayed until I found the Lord. I will read in part, dear Pastor Darrell Person, I am writing this letter on behalf of Sister Belinda Guyton, who in obedience to the will of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has made it known the need to transfer her church membership to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Belinda has not only been a faithful member of our church, but she has provided leadership as well as been active in various ministries. We commend our sister, Belinda Guyton, to your spiritual care and leadership for her continual use in building the kingdom of God. We will always be happy to reclaim her as a member of Body of Christ and receive her with obedience. Your co-laborer in Christ, L. Isaac Austin, Jr. I am trying to stay composed. I will say this. First of all, welcome home. Welcome home. And I know that this was a decision you prayed over. 
and I suspect maybe even wrestled with. But I am glad God led you back here. Everybody that knows you knows the gifts that you have. And God's word says, your gifts will make room. Next month, two months from now, y'all know I like football, so that's the NFL draft, right? The Chicago Bears got the number one pick. So you know they're going to, or at least they should, draft a blue chip player. Ebenezer, we got a blue chip player. And in this, your new season, we're going to pray that God continues to guide you. We don't have to get used to loving you because we've been loving you a long time. Because we grew up together. In fact, I followed her because she's just a little bit older than me. But she was walking in wisdom and in the power of God a long, long time. And I just want to say, as your new pastor, I, I want to welcome you to back home to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. We're going to let you get your feet underneath you. But however the Lord wants to use you, let him use you. Welcome. Thank you for keeping my secret. She told me this a way back, and I, it was hard. But uh, I take my vow of confidentiality seriously. And I just like, Lord, please don't let nothing happen to make her change her mind. But we thank God for Belinda, and we just can't wait till she gets started wherever the Lord shall lead her. And there's room for more. There's room for more. Amen. I, it, it's, I'm serious. It's, it's, I, I love you all's excitement when that letter was read. And I'm trying to keep my composure because this is confirmation. This is confirmation that we are, Mr. King, we doing something right. Something. Just 
something right. Yes, Stanley, we're moving forward. It's been messy at times. But God continues to show himself faithful. Susan, you got me right where I want to be. You got me right where I want to be. I am so thankful. I'm thankful for those who have joined this faith community. Those who did not know who any of us were. And those of you who decided to come back home. For those who never left. And I know for Ebenezer, the best is yet to come. If we can just continue to love on one another and support one another and not hold people at a standard that is impossible because you can't even reach your own standard. We have to love on one another because I believe that we all want the same thing. We want God to show God's favor in this place. Again, and again, and again, and again, and again. So we're going to continue to do it God's way. That was the leftover sermon. She, she called that. She called that. That was the leftover Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Let us draw near in faith and make our humble confessions of the Lord to the Lord as we seek to partake in this favor. Let us pray, eternal God, our Father. We thank you, O oh God, for these thy, thy elements, O oh God. And we pray, O oh God, that these elements might become for us your body that was broken and your blood that was shed. God, we are doing this in remembrance of me because we recognize, O oh God, the cost. The cost. But we remember that Jesus paid it all. And all to him we owe. And so, God, we ask right now as we prepare to partake of these elements, help us, O oh God, to examine ourselves. Cause us to be honest with ourselves and see if there's anything in our minds or even yet in our hearts that will cause us to eat this and drink this and drink damnation to our soul because we are unworthy. If there's anything there, God, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will remove it. Put it under our feet, God, so that we can honor your sacrifice this day. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen.
behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. If you are without the element this morning, please raise your hand and our deacon will serve you. everyone been served. Amen. took the bread. He said, this is my body that was broken for you. As often as you eat this, you do so in remembrance of me. Eat ye all of it to your comfort. And like man, he took the cup, the cup of blessings. He said, this cup represents my blood that was shed for you. As often as you drink this, you do so in remembrance of me. Drink ye all of it to your comfort. There are some major events that are coming up in the life of ministry here at Ebenezer, and uh, we are just out of a lot of the restrictions that we had to endure because of COVID. Um, 
And so I don't know what necessarily was done prior, but we need to, to have, we need to start preparing now. So we have Mother's Day coming up. We have Father's Day coming up. We have Graduate Recognition Sunday coming up. Uh, we have the church's anniversary coming up. Uh, and so there's so much that we need to be prepared for. So I'm looking for persons uh, who are interested in volunteering to be on the various committees so that we can be prepared in advance. The treasurer likes that in advance. So I please shoot me an email or a text so that we can get, get our group together so that we can honor our moms, our dads, our graduates, our, our church, and our anniversary and all the other things that we'll be doing uh, in, very, in very, very short order. And of course, Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday. And, and it is our hope again that we will have uh, sunrise service. And we're looking to break bread together afterwards in the dining room. So we have to plan for all those things. Amen? Amen. Let's sing a chorus of this. The blood standing to your feet. It reaches to the high Come on, come on, sing it like you know And it flows, and it flows To the Lord And Of love Come on From Come on
to him who's able to keep you from falling. To him who's able to present you for his father with exceedingly great joy. So they're all wise now for dominion and power, honor and glory. Now henceforth and forevermore in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Go and serve God today.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.